Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. America was built on ideals of personal freedom. All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell. Every week, it's my job to fire you up, to ignite the legend inside of you, and to push you to your greatness. Join me every week as I take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard-charging people on the planet. They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Podcast. So buckle up, buttercup. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Team Never Quit Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and watching, and if you haven't yet, please go hit that subscribe button. So today, we are going to finish off that amazing and incredible story with Drago and his wife, Rachel. It was just such an inspiring story that we had to keep it going, and the second half of this story is something you're definitely going to want to watch. So with that being said, just sit back and let's get to it. In a political crime, you're breaking the point. You're not breaking the law or the rule. You're just pissing somebody off. Yeah. Yeah. You know how hard that is to get around that? <laughs> yeah, like that, that's exactly that, what That's what, when you're dealing with Especially politics, if you man, it's, like mom, it's like mom and dad arguing, and then they poke at each other. Yeah. And then they just keep doing that, and then some, like, to really prove a point, they'll, they'll actually get some, and the, that, the worst about it is their family. Yes. Like, you're dealing with families, man, and, yep, and then yep. when they get and upset. And then, if you have an abusing father. That's what I'm talking about. right, yeah. And he will go and beat up the kids, oh. beat up the wife, and then, so that, that that's, the, you have a actually perfect scale-down model of socialism. That's right? what that yeah. is. That's exactly, yeah. exactly yeah. right. It's like yeah. a family not, that gets pissed off at each other, and it starts. And you have an abusive, violent oh, uh, uh, father who is actually terrorizing entire family. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. When the party gets out of control and the family consolidates all the power, through, of course, fraudulent election, how it happened in Poland or uh, 
in uh, other East European countries. There was never uh, free elections. So they, when they consolidate their power, remember, they can do for you, to you, whatever they want to do. They, they, they create divisions between rich and poor. And, and, and the, the, the rich, they know that their wealth can be taken away from them at the stroke of the pen of the socialist apparatchik. So they sit quietly, they just enjoy, they don't come for them. But when they become inconvenient, they go to prison, their wealth gets redistributed, and, uh, and the socialism moves on. And eventually it goes toxic. And go, well, they always like, always goes toxic. It's always because it just and builds from, up and brews and builds from, up from and the brews. very Man, from yeah. the very the beginning. Worst. From the very beginning, as soon as the socialist party they, uh, consolidates the power, and they do it by any means, by terrorizing people, by intimidating people, by censorship. The, the hallmarks of socialism uh, in these countries are, of course, censorship. That's the big one. The cancellation. So in Poland, the the, the poets, writers, the uh, uh, the artists, if they were inconvenient to socialist state, if they were not in step with socialism, they were canceled. You never heard from them. You suddenly you read a lot of poems or a lot of books by the author. Suddenly he disappears. His books are gone from the shelves. They're the first ones to go. The, weak, the weakest yeah. ones, the non-combatants, yep. the, the ones that yep. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's just, how you know. Yeah, that's how the socialist op socialism operated in uh, 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 in Eastern Europe. And this is very dangerous because remember, once they uh, they they take away from you the freedom of speech, they censor you. They put out the fake news. You have no defenses. You disappear. Nobody will ask for you because nobody will know even that you disappear, except maybe people that know you. Uh, if you go to prison, they will create the case. If they cannot find the case, they will create the case. And a lot of people. This is why. Uh, and the law, the, the the law is created in socialist state to penalize free thinking, to criminalize opposition. So you hear very often, well, uh, he is in prison, but the socialist state, he's in prison for crime. He's criminal. What crime did he committed? Well, in our code, it says if you speak freely and, uh, and, make, uh, and don't support the Communist Party and you make a final, let's say, of socialist or communist official, as a crime, so you are not innocent. You are criminal in prison. You're sitting there in prison because you committed crime. What crime it was now, uh, now we know because the, 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 once socialism fell in the entire Eastern Europe, including in Soviet Union, they, uh, they, the people can see what, the, what crimes they were sitting for in prisons. And please remember, even Soviet Union was not a communist state. It was a socialist state run by communists. People don't... Still people today? To, uh, no, no, not today. Today, they, 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 they got rid of socialism and communism in Russia. Russia is no longer socialist. It's more oligarchy, whatever, you know, but it's no longer socialist communist That's state. That's the problem. People is there so remember. many different terms for what a hierarchy yeah. falls under? Is that when yes. you say that word to some people? Nobody knows like, what it they, means. They don't have a damn clue what that means. It's, it's if you break it down yeah. like we did, like, okay, imagine a dad who gets upset. Yeah. And then you got a, like a divorced mom and dad. And then you got kids on there. Yeah. One's trying to give them money all the time. One's telling them what to do. Yeah. But they're both trying to do it to, to win the love and affection over the other one, even though they're right. family. And, you know, it is okay if they, they try to just, they, 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 they vay for children's attention. They, 
But when, again, when I say one of them, say, well, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm going to beat you up, wife. I'm going to beat your kids up because if you, you, if you don't subscribe to what I say, then we have the socialist government and the family. The physical yeah, power the, steps in. Power. Yeah. So when the socialist party consolidates that power, this is how it is being used. Yeah. Very that, dangerous That's process. why we have a second amendment. Yes. Because if oh. the, the physical power yeah. take advantage of the first amendment, yes. then the, the let, let me make it clear. America is not socialist state, at least not yet. We need to make sure that it never becomes. But it's not socialist state, it's not communist state. Yes, we do have a communist, socialists, and other parasites in our country, but this is not, uh, 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 America is not socialist. It's the freest yeah, country here, in the world. There's too many dynamics. There's too many types and yes. variables of human being living in one spot for that organism and that mechanism to work. And please remember, America, no, no, try. Sure. America was built on ideals of personal freedom. Because yeah. there are too many variables people, here. <laughs> yes. Free people build America. It's not easy to take it away. So America is not uh, not going to be socialist state or uh, communist Oh, state. man, all um, the chaos going on out there, that's not the mean ones yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Our mean ones are still doing their own thing. They're not even, you uh, know, our guys even quiet, got worked yeah. up yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what? I'm, 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 I have a faith that America will always oh, yeah, sure. be free. Yeah, me too, absolutely. Um, I have no doubt no that doubt. They, all these uh, uh, cons, con artists and uh, uh, quasi-socialists and communists eventually will not have influence. They will be, always be there. Parasites exist everywhere. But it, it, it not, uh, they will not have a lot of influence on our countries. We will still stay free. So what is your take on you, the Ukraine and Russia war going on right now? It may be unpopular what I say, but that war should never happen. It could never happen. I think there is a, a lot of misunderstanding. Please don't take me wrong. I, and I, I'm not beating up on Russian people. I, I, it is the governments who, who, who do these things. There is a war, but I believe that Ukrainians, uh, they just re regain their freedom. Mm -hmm. and, and Saying anything that everyone doesn't know, we're watching it unfold. Yeah. yeah, and now that freedom is being taken away from them slowly. You know, this is the country who was always under influence of other countries, whether it was Poland, whether it was uh, 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 Soviet Union later. They never, these people never had free country, their own country. And now they they had they were able to fight it out, and now it is being taken away from them. So my heart breaks out to these people. I went to Ukraine, but you know what? The the, the things that I heard is uh, uh, from whether it is from Ukrainians, from Poles, or from even Germans around that they are afraid of President Putin, but they are afraid as much President Biden because they uh, they, they like I say, most of them they knew that if uh, President Biden get elected, they're gonna lose their country. And that, that, that's, that's the, the way they say, and I don't judge, I don't have, uh, I don't know, you know, what's, the, what's well, I don't behind say it. Either, man, because I, I don't even know why they're fighting. Like, no one can give me a solid answer. And anyone who's been trained or knows how to fight and has been in one, before we go get into another one, yeah. you're going to be like, hey, why do I need to go in there and get bloody? You got to tell me that. Well, this is something that, like, I, I think we... And it's not just because they don't get the, along. The, the, yeah, no, no, no. The, the, we did not... Uh, the, the, that war didn't have to happen, and it, it didn't happen for a long time. There were certain instigation happened, and eventually there were. Uh, and, and again, I believe there's a lot of uh, Soros influences there, mm -hmm. 
uh, as a hidden agenda somewhere. But I think all we need to know uh, is that these people are fighting for their lives now, for their own, for their freedom. And uh, I don't know uh, how to help them. You know, like we say, we put the sanctions on them. Uh, but you know what? The, the sanctions that, that we put on the, uh, on the Russians, you know, stealing, uh, fleecing wealthy Russians and stealing their boats is not a sanction, it's a joke. But this is what we came up with. At the same time, we, we steal the, the, their boats and fleece their wealthy Russians. We, uh, we, we pay uh, Putin for our nuclear fuel still. Yeah. And that, that's, that's that half in, half out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans just finance, hate that. Are we financing both Freaking sides? Americans. But I feel for the Ukraine. I went to. I went up there. I, I was there last year, and uh, I tell you what: seeing these kids, these these uh, these wives without husbands who are fighting the war up there to try to regain their country is really heartbreaking. Oh, if they didn't like each other before, unless one of those countries completely goes away, they've created something that'll Hatfield McCoy. So just keep going. Uh, as you know, what we see on the TV is nothing compared oh, to what's going on down there. Oh, absolutely. You know that. We've been in spots yes, like that, man. You I've know been there. behind well, the scenes, man. It's crazy. When I came back from Ukraine, actually, I went on Dan Bongino's show. They asked me the same questions. And, you know, we have these lies. I mean, we have generals, our former generals and officials saying, well... Russians, these poor soldiers don't even know they are at war. They think they are on exercises. I say, you have to be an imbecile to repeat something like this. You have to be an idiot. You think that Russians, say, Russians whoever, they send their soldiers and tell them they go to do uh, maneuvers, the, the exercises, when they send them to combat. You have to be an idiot to repeat this thing. And this is how we lose the credibility. Oh, this has anybody ever press- met a Russian soldier? They know exactly what they are. They're Russian. That's a thing, man. Absolutely. They know they love to fight. Oh, they, they do, yeah. So telling, uh, that's the thing, was when, when people come over and say something to our masses, some of them, just like when we were kids, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. yeah, exactly. And that's why I, sp- I spilled it out on the Dan Bongino show that, hey, you know what, this is not what it is. That a lot of that propaganda that's being uh, put out is absolutely not true. I went there, I just came back from there. And that's that's uh, that's not true. That they don't know what they fight. They don't oh, know why they uh, fight. They don't know even that, where yeah. they are. This is just the propaganda. But it, 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 what it does, it doesn't help Ukrainians either. Because now people think, well, these Russians, they are doomed. They're gonna, they, 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 they are no threat to Ukrainians. No, they, they are there. They are, look about. They took half of their country already. Yeah, yeah And sure. and these guys just re- regained their freedom. They they want to be free. And now they are losing it. And we are lying about it, too. So the, our media are lying about it. That's going to be a powerful country when they come through this. Ukraine yes. going through something like this. They, they the were, side, you know, I, I, if you read this, uh, about their history, Ukrainian history, they were always very patriotic people. Sure. They were always, they, their country, they would, they would fight anybody. anybody they, yeah. If the guy's name was Jesus and would try to take their country, they would fight Jesus to get the country back. These people just yearn for freedom, for their country. Poland was able to regain it. Many other countries were able to regain it. At the same time, Ukraine regained, Ukraine regained it, and now it's being taken away from them. That's, that is really disturbing. But this war, again, did not have to happen. This, the, the Ukrainians know, Poles know, people up there know. They are afraid of this administration as much as they are afraid of Putin. Please remember, this is the same administration that gave us Benghazi. Those are the same names, the same people. They have Benghazi. Those are the same people that fled Afghanistan in such a hurry. They left thousands of our citizens and allies in the Taliban hands. So Same are, names. 
same name, same, same, same crew, same, same, same crew. And now we've been through a few, few wars yeah. now, a, a bunch not, of skirmishes, yep, some housing yep. crisis, some pandemics, yep. some stuff same like that. Crew. And same, same name. And right? now they manage Ukraine. Think about it. Yeah, that's very sad. dangerous. Okay, so back. Let's go back to <laughs> the SEAL so teams. Much. I know there's so much to talk about. Let's go back to the SEAL teams and talk about when y'all did first meet. I'll never forget the moment. Yeah. Oh, let's, embassy. Yeah, let's hear about that. <laughs> First Can time I, I ever let yeah, go. Ahead, you how want. old were you? Yeah, was 24 maybe. Yeah, 2004. Yeah, yeah, 2000. It's my first deployment. I might have been the youngest and lowest. Maybe not the youngest, but I was definitely the lowest ranking dude. I was the new guy in, in the task unit. I got assigned to them. So what team well, were you, you did, on? I was uh, I was in Team Four at the time, but uh, I was working as a liaison. So I was staying back. That freaking liaison, dude. He's a strap hanger. Like they would, yeah. they would. There was another word we used for yeah, it back then. But uh, I, uh, and SEAL teams just keep rolling through it. Yeah, man. I, I was working with Grom at the time, so I was uh, attached to Grom. God, dog, man, that's right. Dude. I, we were in this date orchard next to a, a palace, one of Saddam's palaces. I'll never forget it. And there, we had a, there was a car park barn where we had all the Humvees in. Yep. And there, we were fixing to go out. It was, it was kind of daylight. It was right before the brief. One of the Humvees had the doors open. And then I hear him cussing about something, man. I, I, I didn't even know what it was. And he had his hair. We were a lot bigger back then. Oh, he looked like that. <laughs> he looked like grandpa and a dad. Dude. He looked like freaking what you think. And he's putting his armor on. And there's some Polish guys standing there and some of our guys. And we're all making fun. He's mad at somebody else. And our guys were making fun of him. And he was trying to go back and forth. And, and I'm just standing there looking at him. I had heard his name before. And my, I had just been tasked. I had to go get the rest of the Grom. They were still in the tent down on the, around the corner there. And I go around the corner, just happened, and there's one of the Polish Groms sitting there doing pull-ups. He was naked. I'll never forget that. Oh, my like, God. You know, in that, that language, he was like, what's up, bro? You know, I was like, what? I was like, we got a, a brief we got to go do, and it's time for that. And then we went out and assaulted. They assaulted the target first. That that one. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. was he was he got assigned to the Grom to be in, and even though he was, I was one of assaulter, us, yeah. yeah, assaulter, so he could go in between both worlds. Most both multiple. I was worlds, double dipping, so I was yeah, going yeah. on the DH with our guys yeah, and with was, them. And, we were, and, you know, that was the, the funniest part. You know, I, I mean, you were talking about combat. Yeah. This sucker had been in it well before because we were the first, yeah. almost. Yeah, 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 yeah I was there, already, yeah, man. Yeah. And then he, we came in on top of that. You're in Iraq. Iraq, yeah, yeah. Our first go was Iraq. Yeah. In downtown Baghdad. We were blowing through there, man. I'll yep. never forget it, seeing the, driving through the city where the big parade ground is. I yeah, remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah. And then you'd see the big, well, what they're, they're equivalent of high rises. Yeah. And then the back of them would be blown out. Yeah. Because we watched it go down on the way over. Like, they started hitting that thing. And yeah. right when they were attacking is when they sent us in, man. So you go yep. into this brief. You call this naked man off the court bar. <laughs> no, I, yeah. It was our You have to remember, we're living mm-hmm. in the kitchen quarters. That The big palazzo, there was a green berets up there. They were living yeah, like a right, with the swimming pool and everything. They got, with we the we were in the tents, the, the kitchen quarters. They were actually Saddam Hussein kitchen. Oh, dude, they had us out in the, the air conditioners were great. I remember that. Go in there and 
I want to hear the story of you knocking on somebody's head. Oh, that's so. So the tether was in the embassy. So we do in the. Uh, sometimes we get to run to embassy. We either escort some people or do something. I don't remember what it was, and. Uh, so I'm sitting, there's a guy sitting in front of me. I say, yeah, Drago, you know, I heard a lot about you. you this is so awesome. This is my platoon up there, you know. We just did, we kick ass with this, this. And I, I, I see Marcus walking by behind, says, listen, listen. And then it's like, <laughs> on his head. And the sound was just like that. It's like, <laughs> tung, tung, tung. And like, he looks and looks at me. And I, his eyes got big and he gets white. And you can see this, like, you know, white. And Mark's like, now, tell Drago the truth. <gasps> he, uh, uh, the guy is in like total panic. He's like, ah, ah, I tell the truth. Uh, Drago, I tell the truth now. I tell the truth. And he just keep repeating it. And finally say, well, uh, I got kicked out from the platoon. I didn't deploy with them. I, I, was, I was kicked out from SEAL teams. And I, I'm, I'm here. Okay, you son of the bitch lying piece of shit. Oh my I'm, I'm sorry for my language. <laughs> no, I, but that bro, was I, so funny. I mean, you know, but the, the sound was like... <laughs> it was like, you can hear that. Third time up there, I was doing back to back. So the guy woke up to me like, army guy, I don't know him from Adam. He just came back, hey, have you been here in 2003? I say, yeah. Have you been here in 2004? Yeah. It's 2005. Have you ever go home? I say, yeah, for a little. Dude, I, every time I come here, I see you. I said, well, you, <laughs> you have been right, quite some time. Like, did you yeah. ever leave? No, no, I was there the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, that, but it was different times to the point that eventually, when, you know, like, when, when I was going to sleep, when I was going to retire, that thing was so blurred that, that America, to me, became like a fairy tale, like a dream. You know, like, you, when you go to, sometimes to see him, you start dreaming, you start like, well, you know... And you think about these things that don't exist, but they are cool to think about, you know, like fairy tales. That become America became so unreal to me. That life here, I was became so embedded. That, that, that my home, my everything was there. I was there. That, that, that was my world. That, that I didn't see anything, uh, anything. The, the, the normal life, I can just think about something and re remember that something like this exists. That's all I did too. So yeah, that's how it affects you. want to talk about pulling us out of our reality and throwing us yeah. back into Babylon. Yeah. There's nothing there. I mean, we lived in plywood huts, slept on, yep. the, on the cotter, and then dirt's always blowing. Yeah, just, yeah. And then here you have everything. Whatever you can imagine in your head. It's like, is there a place with castles and people ride rides and go on and, and it's like a fairy tale? Yeah, we have that. It's like Disney World. I mean, there's yeah. stuff everywhere. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It, it is a place. Yep. And it is what you make of it. And man, when they pulled us away from it is really when I got my appetite for it. Yeah. yeah my, my, the, also, the, the way it started too, so I was like in the middle of deployment to South America and I had to say uh, to Nicky Baggett, he's warrant officer for me. In my heart, he's going to be my chief. Uh, thank you for helping me gain my career back. Um, he was the guy, he was a chief, and I'm in his platoon, we deployed to South, South America. He was the guy who actually, after divorce and all the, all the hoopla that I went through, put my life back together, and I owe him so much. This your chief? chief? That was my chief at the and time. They're great. They're Nick the reason Bagg why we got them guys. If you get a yeah. good one, yes. I got a good one. Yes. My chief was, yeah. oh, my C-dad, man, freaking taking care of me my whole life. Uh, I want to say thank you. I, I, I will always, I will never forget that. 
So he calls me in the office. I say, actually, he also wrote me up for being mean to the platoon. I think I'm the only seal ever written up for being mean to the platoon. <laughs> and uh, and uh, but think, you know, think about what he just said there. Not just one team guy, the whole platoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> like that, picked on a whole platoon. I, I, team I, have, guys. I have this right. That's what we're dealing home. with. It was just like you know, the, the 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 guys are afraid to go with the play in the van with you to go on the liberty. They don't want to go because they're afraid. And and I have it. I have to actually. What he did, he made me write. Essay and actually, I use his tactic, this tactic, with my sons later. So he wrote me an essay. What does it mean? What does it mean to be a team guy? Why it is important to be a team player and not to terrorize? Basically, why not, not to terrorize the platoon? I didn't. I mean, they were the great guys, and the the the, the, uh, the, the those awesome platoon. I, I was just going through the divorce and a lot of that stupid shit uh, that happened to me at that time, I think, reflected on my behavior. So, Chibage, thank you. He, he gave oh, me a we take it out. But this is how sure, I yeah. end up. So, in the half of my uh, my deployment, they call me back uh, into office. Chief said, Drago, uh, into pack your stuff. You're going to Baghdad. They, uh, they need you to interface sales, our guys, with the Polish guys. You speak Polish, so you will be w- working with with them. You go for three months, you just set that straight. And then after six, well, six months deployment, so after three, three months here and three months in Baghdad, you come back here, join your new platoon. I say, yes, chief. I pack my staff, run up to the uh, Norfolk, uh, I mean, to Little Creek, got new orders, and flew back to, uh, to Baghdad. And here I go. One month passes. I, I don't hear anything from our guys. As I'm so busy, I'm happy as one can be. Two months, three months, I expected. Now I'm going to. They can't call me back, but the call didn't come. Like nobody calls me, so I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm. St- I'm not saying anything. You know, they don't call me. I'm like, I'm staying. Staying there, yeah. Four months, five months, six months, seven months. It's almost a year deployment, and then with the South America, and then my eventually I got caught. Uh, I, I got caught because my night vision broke. I called the teams, uh, say, "Hey, I need a new NVGs," and uh, send, send okay, there's a new guy. Some answer it, say, "NVGs." Uh, me with broken English, kind of like, and uh, who you are? I'm Drago. Okay, where do you want those NVGs? I said, "Baghdad." Oh yeah, Baghdad. Uh, Mohammed. Do you want the suicidal bombers with it too? It's like you might <laughs> right, kill right. you when I come back. Good master chief in a while. So the master chief comes back. Say, hey, Drago, what's up? No, it's good to hear from you. Where are you at? I'm Baghdad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, awesome. How long have you been there? It's like going on the ninth month. Oh, hold on a second. Let me get X online. So they come back. Say, Drago, going to come back because uh, SEAL team. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so and so. I don't want you to say You busted yourself. One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I busted myself. Uh, I wish I didn't call, but I had no choice because, sure. uh, you know, with Platoon, we have limited equipment. So they cannot, the Platoons that comes in, they cannot just give away the NVG, say, okay, keep it. Oh, well, when you show back up, checking everything in, people are like, who, who's this guy? Yeah. Where's, where's this stuff? And they're like, we don't know where he's at. Well, they already knew who I was. They, sure. They, 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 when they were coming in, say, hey, Drago, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I was like a fixture in that uh, in, in Baghdad. So then uh, they ca- they came in and uh, they they, they said we need to come back because SEAL Team So and So is going back, is going there right now, and we are next after. So I said, well, I can avoid. Okay, that's it. I got caught. So they flew me back, but then I, I, I said, hey, you know what? Can you go for a couple of weeks with us? We never worked with Grom, so you can help us with the with uh, with Grom, and then you can just go back to your platoon. 
Sure, and I was already looking for a way to get back. You know, <laughs> when you get in that state, you come back, and you're just like, oh my god, you know, I just want to go. You, you need this. Yeah. So, so well, like, next thing I'm back in the, in, by this time in Mosul, and and so that's supposed to be a couple of weeks. So it's like one month later, two months later, three months later, four months later. I'm getting called, Drago, dude, we're deploying in two months. You need to come back because we need to integrate with your platoon. So they threw me back, and I was back with the, with the SEAL team. For, uh, I remember hearing about SEAL you team. getting to do that. Uh, it, it was it was awesome. But it, see, the funny thing is what happened. So after this year deployment, pretty much uh, uh, this uh, this time in Baghdad and South America, I'm coming back, and this. I, I don't care for a piece of shit because I really like this tech. He was a tech. So I'm landing in the airport and there's a couple other uh, guys, uh, like military guys, and carrying my stuff. I have all my deployment shit on it. I say, I need some help. I say, yeah, we can put on the curb. The truck is coming to pick me up. So it helped me just so they line up everything. It was uh, winter time and I was like, I'm kind of cold. So, okay, truck is coming. Uh, thank you so much. It was, the, I think it was Saturday and... Uh, I wrapped myself in a poncho because it was cold, and I fell asleep. So hey, then I, I w I'm waking up, and I see, say, what the hell? I'm looking. The the, the lights came on. The, the the street lights came on. I'm like freezing my ass off. I'm about to be hypothermic. Nobody there. I'm still there on the curb with the bombs and, and all the bombs, guns and everything. And I'm freezing. I say, okay, I start knocking on the door. Hey, I need some help. I need some help. Uh, I need to call my command and because, you know, cell phones didn't work. My cell phone was dead, disconnected after a year being away. So they, uh, nobody answers. So I say, I'm going to die of hypothermia here. I survived the Baghdad, but now I'm going to go and die from the, at home on the doorsteps. So I grabbed this concrete encasement with the, uh, with the garbage can, I'm about to throw it out, and this guy, like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 so he opens the door, I'm just like, dude, I need to get to the phone, so uh -huh. I, I called the uh, uh, group two, come on, I, they, I didn't even remember the phones, they had to find the phone, so I called them, I say, dude, uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm back from Baghdad, this is Drago, the, the truck's supposed to pick me up, who are you? I'm Drago, and wh where are you from? I say, Baghdad, go fuck off, this, uh, we don't have anybody there, <laughs> we just said, who are you? I call police if you call here, basically, they, 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 the dude start berating me, so I say, dude, I, I was too tired to argue, just, just get OD, it's like, OD, how the, basically, like, how he knows these terms, you know, so yeah, they call OD, I can hear the papers, oh, Drago, I am so sorry, we are sending Drago right now, I knew I seen some, some message here about it, we totally overlooked it. So they drove the truck. They picked me up like hours later. I was not mad. You know, I was just at that time, I was like uh, slowly deflating from that stress. They drove me to the command. They took my gear, took my guns. Uh, and and then um, they, uh, we left. Thanks God. I was thinking about it because I didn't have a car. So I say I just picked the key from the pickup truck and stick in my pocket. So he shuts the door. At that time, we didn't have anybody on quarter deck already. So just everything was in the, the code. I said, what's the code back? I said, what in the code back? I said, I had to stay somewhere. I have no place to stay. Oh, you guys can't do it anymore. Now there's a new message that SEALs cannot sleep anymore in the cages. You, I know you guys sleep in the cages, so you can't, you can't do it anymore. He jumped the track and left. I was like, what that? So I'm just thinking, so, well, I'm hungry too. That was my wife already left. She was... Uh, but we got divorced. We're getting divorced. We got divorced. So I started matching the keys and I found the, one of the tracks. Yeah, okay. So what do I do? I went to the ATM. So I get some money, maybe go get something to eat. 
It was like $25 in the accounts. So I said, two $20. What can I eat for $20? Well, I hope. My favorite, anyway. I love IHOPs. <laughs> I love the cheese blends. It's my favorite. It's like my mom used to make those uh, pancakes. So cheese blends, it is. So I jumped in the truck. I drove on the, to IHOP in Virginia Beach by the Barnes and Nobles. And as when I went up there, I had the coffee, you know, the cheese blends, the, all that stuff. It tastes so good. And then it hit me that I'm safe. So I just fell asleep. And the guy just comes back like later on, say, hey, are you okay? I was like looking at this guy, the security guy, like the you know, rent the cop type guy. I says, yeah, I'm okay, sir. Um, do you want me to leave? I'm, I, I just like, if you don't mind, I would just sit here for, I'll order some more if I need to. Just looks at me, yeah, the bitch kick you out. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we can stay here, don't cause any problems. Just, just relax and... Uh, and I say, yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And then I back, went back to sleep. So my first night after the, the, the deployment in Baghdad, when I came back, was in IHOP. Oh, All my of gosh. IHOP. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. So that's... That's the little things. That's the little things, you know. And but also the, at the time, it's like, damn, I'm safe. I'm, I'm, I didn't know the stress. I didn't know that the, the pressure I was in until like finally I realized, yeah, I'm home now. I can see these people walking around, you know holding hands, being happy, such a contrast with, with what we went through, wow. uh, what we've seen, uh, what we lived through. So, but this is good. How many years did you do total? 20. But this is, you know, people often say, these people don't even know where Iraq is. They say, ah, look, you know, this the, all these young kids now, they don't care. My answer to it is, well, that's our job. Yeah. That means, tells me that we are doing a good job. We don't want our citizens to look over their shoulders. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be them to, to, to be worrying about some shared war going on somewhere. We are for that. We are for that. We want our citizens to live free, to not to worry about this stuff. Yeah. So that's that's all this my answer to this. Like they don't care about it. They do, but they just don't think about it. And that's what we want from our citizens. We want them to live free. And you know what? Another thing, I don't care what who they are, what they are. For me, if you are American, I die for you. Mm -hmm. That's I I I fight for you and I will die for you. And I don't care whether you straight, gay, whatever it is. You are American, and we we want you to be free, live the life the way you want to live. I may not agree with everything, but you say, but I'll die for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, regardless what what your ideology, who you believe, even if you are a communist, you are American. I die for you, and uh, I will fight for for you to keep you safe and be. Uh, make it possible for you to believe in what you want to believe and live as a free man. So. Well, you accomplished your goal of fighting for America and defending it for 20 years oh, yeah, you're in American. the SEAL teams. I'm American. Yeah. There's no your, real one. Your original goal of going as becoming an American citizen, saying that you wanted to defend the country. The hardest the way to get that done. It. You got it done. Mm -hmm. So anybody. How does it get in, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like, there's an easier way to have done that, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the route we went was, I mean, you, that, bro, I'm telling you, well, man. Well, I just tried my best. I didn't know the, the, the ways and means. You want to set the standard for the, uh, the citizenship board. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when people are coming in, like, you want to be a citizen, huh? Tell me what you've done. <laughs> no, no, it, nobody, nobody ever asked me when I was becoming a citizen here. I was told, come here, live as a free man. What we, the only thing we ask you about is respect our ways, our customs, and our citizens, our laws, and our constitution. I've done all of it. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. And so now you're out, you've retired, and you've got a wife and beautiful kids, and you started the Navy SEALs Fund. Can you tell us about that? Uh, we started the Navy SEALs Fund in 2009. Uh, Duke Harbin, uh, um, cheers, brother, because he's the one who, with me and him, we started with $800. And uh, I, I actually, this funny story, uh, because w when we built that, we started Navy SEALs Fund, I think, like, well, how could, we need, we need, actually, I think we need some funds to help people. I called Duke. He said, dude, let's just come to California. Let's talk about it. Let's strategize. So we, me and Rachel came in. And said, how much funds do you guys have? And like, I think we have $800, maybe $200. <laughs> Say so, well, we need to get it better then. He took a helm of it, he started it, we grew up, we got recognition, and, uh, uh, and you know, rest is, is a history, but Duke is the one who put us on the map, who, who made it happen, and uh, Duke Harbin, brother, cheers. Um, and uh, yeah, then, so now, the way we operate is a bit different than most of the charities. Because uh, we don't have paid position. That, that, that the fund is run by sales only. So Rachel manages the administrative side. Uh, uh, the rest of it, all the votes are being done by uh, sales. Uh, we have uh, oversight from the uh, advisory board and our ambassadors. Uh, but again, nobody is getting paid. Everything, all the funds coming to the Navy Seals Fund are going uh, out to uh, people in need. So Rachel, you might want to add to it uh, some of it too, since you you know a lot about the uh, inner workings and yep. stuff. started the Navy SEALs Fund, he was still active duty as well. Oh, I was being threatened too, by the way, <laughs> by, the, by, by one, one of the, uh, 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 I don't remember what his rank was, uh, I think Lieutenant Commander, I don't remember who it was, he called me, say, because we were involved in the case of uh, uh, people accused of giving fat lip to terrorists. He said, you need to stand down because you're, not, you're, you're never going to retire if you don't stand out. You are active duty, I'll make sure that you do not retire. Well, I just say, first of all, sir, you call me on my private phone, so go and fuck yourself. Call me through the official channels if you want to do something about it, and just I hang up. Never heard from the guy again. Uh, but go ahead. Right. Well, in one of the first cases was really given an opportunity to defend for what was right. We talk about truth and, and freedom, and you know, and in that case, that was um, the terrorists from Fallujah. You know, where our guys were hanging from the bridge. And you've got, um, so I'm prior Air Force too. So when we work, we work with respect of on the active duty side yeah, as Rachel well. Was the uh, Air Force Academy graduate from 19, from uh, 95, class 95. Yeah, so it's been challenging with rules, understanding, and then the other side over there. Yeah, um, she tries to manage me and order <laughs> the but, uh, She's but, the boss. Um, but anyway, so the idea of um, these guys, you know, on trial for you know, for 
given this fat lip or whatever was accused of them of a terrorist, but they're defending themselves against using the same people to defend them that are the same people that are prosecuting them. So when you're talking about fairness in, in that situation, it's not really there. So what we did is we provided the financial support to get private attorneys to to assist in that, mm-hmm. to kind of take out that taint. And they weren't eventually fully exonerated at all, went away because it, it, it should have never been um, gone to court. But that's what we started. But part of the whole thing with what we do with the Navy SEALs Fund is we help um, active duty retirees, veterans, you know, as long as, and we only work within the SEAL, the UDT SEAL portion so that we can be quick so that um, whatever the need is, we can respond right away and we're flexible. So our charter is pretty broad. Sometimes, you know, every organization has their chart of how they how they operate. Um, because we work within really just the, the team focus, we can be a little broader and more um, precise in getting that need to them. So as I said, we don't operate with salaries. That's just, um, you know, how we are. Like We have uh, this is my again moral obligation. I, I I could not accept a payment or salary for mm-hmm. something like this. That just was, is not me. And I know there were some voices left. Hey, let's make a paid position. I say that would be dishonor for me to accept money mm-hmm. for helping our guys. Uh, and he does uh, all of our me. technology. So on the software so, side, it's we all are covered. fortunate. Yes, that we can finance a lot of it ourselves. Other team guys and our board directors do the same. Basically, we pull our resources together and we have this organization that is strong, is very quick. Mm-hmm. We can uh, we can react within 15 minutes. It happened. Uh, we, we got a call, say, I'm about to lose my mortgage and, and house. Can you help? When does it do tomorrow? Get us on the phone. And uh, we knew who the person was because we can verify. Typical the team person. guy. Wait yeah. for the last yeah. damn minute. We're the worst. <laughs> well, and that's the yeah. challenge. So we also help the Gold Star families. And we help um, the Gold Star spouse, children, the parents, and the siblings. Spouses only. We, we do. Uh, if you are associated, if you are a family of 5326 or officer, yeah. seal officer, we we stand by your side and we will help you. So that's uh, that's how. And, we will. and then we've like adapted. So within our board of directors, there's a pretty big um, gamut as far as the different classes because every generation has a different need, and we try to adapt. And we also are very adamant about giving opportunity and hope for those with the TBI, the PTS. Um, needs where we don't have so we don't have a specific program we do financial support and part of the reason for that is that you know if there's and we've talked about the different there's a lot of different treatments out there to help with those looking for for needs with um, the PTS side but people don't know that it's there you've got some people that will disparage it for whatever reason and our focus so also my background I was an aerospace physiologist um, I have my uh, master's in Working bioengineering. Working on her PhD right now in system engineering. Say so you're a rocket scientist? <laughs> well, she's yeah, about to. She's working with AI right now, working on her PhD. So yeah. I'm very proud of her, you know. It's I'm a, proud of you. Like, it's, it's like Melanie. There is a, behind every good man, there is a even... <laughs> no, behind me, she's right beside me. He's right beside you, yes. Yes, but you know what I'm saying. This yes. The, the, yeah. the, the one we have backing, the one that's standing by their side, there's always a better woman. Sure. That makes us better. 
So when we look at the options, then we're not just accepting any kind of whatever thing. We still have a critical eye, but we want to have the opportunity. So the other thing that's really important about doing things right away is that you guys one kind of our denial for a while we talked about it before if he's like i think i have an issue but he you know goes you like no you look like me we're like we're all good right because we're all equally broken oh let me step in the, the, the way it works is like marcus am I, do I look okay to you am i normal oh yeah brother but marcus is the same like me so mm-hmm. so we don't see these things because we progress into that decline together yeah so, so you okay? Okay. So, what are you talking about? Marcus say I'm okay. What the what, what do you want from me? And, and this is and how then the wives are over here saying, "How do we get the help? Yeah. help?" Yeah. So, yeah. so when the guy finally gets to where they have that brief moment of okay. I'll try. Like, we need to do something right then. We don't need to send it through this board of let's go talk about it when we meet next month. Let's not do this. We need to get them to that treatment right away. And we work with the other um, organizations that will provide treatment, or if they have something, um, we'll get them the funds, we'll get them where they need to be um, right then. Because we went through it too. We tried a lot of different things. We had one time where he was on the airplane, landed wherever he was supposed to be. And I don't even think he was barely out of um, out the plane. uh, Yeah, And he's calling me like, get me the F out of here. Get me a ticket. I ain't doing whatever. Like, I'm I'm, I'm I'm fine. Nothing wrong with me. So, so that's part of what we do on that gamut. And then we also, um, again, kind of open that door, whether it's from the psychedelics to, you know, helping to also just get the knowledge of even just Christian retreats, whatever that, that, um, opportunity is and different then, strokes for different folks you know mm-hmm. not something may not work for you maybe it's something else but we cannot say well because we don't have a uh, we, we cannot help you on this we only go help you to go to the gym and work out or we help you with this or that uh, I think we should be more open to different uh, treatments and uh, I would like to say something here um, uh, rest in peace brother uh, I owe so much to Dan Cirillo Taco Yeah, um, this guy took his time from his family, from his job, whatever he was doing. He dragged me back to the treatment. He said, you, you you're going, or I'm taking you there, but you are going there, and I'll be there with you. So he didn't need any of it. He didn't have to do it. He just know that I wouldn't go. So Dan, rest in peace, brother. I owe you so much. And not only I, but there's many many team guys will never forget. Um, yeah, go ahead. Because, uh, yeah, um, yeah, Dan Sorello, Taco. Um, it, yeah, absolutely. If he hadn't been there, um, giving him calls. I wouldn't be here maybe today. Yeah, and that's part of it is that communication. So um, Thomas was getting calls also from um, from Tage was giving him calls about, hey, here's how I've changed my life. Here's what I've done. Shout out to Tage. I'm sorry. Tage, brother. Tage. Warpath Coffee. I know. And, uh, None of those names. That's all you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> one name, yeah. guys. We got him. That's my brother. Hey, well, let me interject something. that freaking guy, huh? The, 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 this all is right. how we met. When I show up in Baghdad, like, there was, the, there was an, around daytime, noontime. So we're on vampire hours. So daytime we slept. Uh, there's one guy here twiddling something with the guns. So I say, hey, what's up? What's up? I say, like, hey, are you a chief? 
he just like got offended. What the fuck? I tell you, I'm E4. I say, dude, I said, I'm thinking, you are kind of older than E4, but he's Lee Pace, the Kalkima chief. So I say, what are you, a chief too? I say, no, dude, I'm E4 too. He's like, you are the oldest E4 I ever made. I was like 45 <laughs> years old at the time. I forgot about that. It's yeah, that E4. was E4. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> That's so right. we became like the best friends, and uh, and Tage, Tage Gill, brother, uh, uh, my shout out to you. Um, yeah, we we are still best friends, and uh, um, it is you know what? He's a good one to have. He's a good one to have. If they, things go south, people like this, like, like, like them, we, we want to have it. I have to say this: that um, there wouldn't be no Drago, there wouldn't be no me, if not people like you, Morgan. Rob O'Neill, Tage, Taco, and many, many others. Jacko Willings, who put so much work in me, made me better operator. I remember us all being in that one hospital at the same time. I was showing up in that waiting room, and you're looking around, the who's who of the freaking nightmares of the SEAL teams are sitting in one room. <laughs> <laughs> we had more fun going through oh, uh, yeah. rehabilitation, fixing us, than we did going in and getting messed up, I think, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's exactly that, Those it. guys you just named are just... Speaking of your fund and Dan Cirillo, um, just for our listeners, he was on our board of we, directors. Yeah, yes. we just lost um, a seal to a heart attack, Dan Cirillo, um, aka Taco, and y'all started a fundraiser um, for the family, correct? On yes. Navy SEALs. We work fund. closely with. Uh, yeah, so uh, for our listeners, if you want to go on to NavySealsFund.com or the, yeah. .org. Dot org. Dot org. Then um, you can donate towards Dan's um, supporting family. his family. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, and it's interesting too for um, when we lose guys um, on the active duty side. There's a lot of great support. There's things in place to help support the family a little bit long term. Um, but then even a retiree, there's the other issue. Sometimes people don't realize that that retirement. Um, support unless your spouse has chosen to insure it they don't they won't get that Mm -hmm. they won't get the va disability that they've been getting and then you know if you're not retired if you're a veteran who's had that service connected disability 100 percent for all the things that you guys have done what you've gone through when they pass away none of that goes to the spouse unless there is a clear service connect, unless the death is clearly service connected. And part of the challenges and what we talked about were, you know, Dan was a breacher, breacher, I mean, all the other work that you guys are doing in those environments, even though they're talking all about the burn pits, there's no clear thing for them to go the rehab, you know, for the VA hospitals to get disabilities. There's nothing clear about because you did this and you were there serving your country that we're going to acknowledge that, yeah, your lungs are an issue. It's interesting, too, that um, the most recent paperwork that I've, I've been trying to search through to help um, help them help the family, it says, well, you know, so if you were a diver, you could claim arthritis and hearing loss. I mean, there's not even with that with lungs. Um, again, the burn pits are doing stuff, but there's still not no direct correlation for all of that with saying, you know, with any of the lungs or the... Um, any of the heart issues, which it's all con- that is all connected, but to get it through the paperwork, right through the VA, through the government system, it's not there, and it boggles my mind that anyone who has served in combat, even one tour, you should get full health benefits, you, your family, for life. You shouldn't have to go grovel and figure out what's the secret code of do I say I had it 
five times a month? Or do I say I had it every day a month in order to get that covered? You know, talking about uh, being Drago, it's, it happens because people like you, like Morgan, like uh, Rob O'Neill, Nicky Baggett, my, my chief, in my heart, he's a warrant officer, but he'll be always in my heart, my chief. Well, Leif, he's chief P. warrant officer, so you can call him that, oh, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Leif P., like, I don't know what Leif is doing, but he was chief, chief in my platoon with Mr. Berrien. And uh, I, I, I prefer not to say his name because I don't know if he's doing something that maybe his name shouldn't be mentioned, maybe disclassified, but he knows who he is. Uh, uh, that was Chief who made the mark on me, who I always wanted to emulate. Life, uh, thank you uh, for making, making me better sale. Uh, so, and, and Rob O'Neill, you know, like I mentioned, Jaco, uh, and so many others, but I have to mention... Uh, was my Cart close Cartwright was the XO out there? Yeah, Cartwright was uh, well, Cartwright was my, in the camp. Was the the uh, the, uh, the the uh, command, camp commander? How great was that dude? I, he literally walked up on me. Oh yeah, I need started to talking to me like one of the boys. Yeah, and I talked to him like one of the boys. <laughs> no, and we were going back and forth. Guy, I thought he was yeah. the coolest guy, and then we go in for muster, and he's running the damn. I was like. I worked for him in Baghdad for months. Right? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. He well, just had to wear his body armor with no shirt on. He had he was tatted, you know, he had that talent. And I just thought yeah, he was one of the yeah. guys. Oh yeah. Cool yeah. dude. Yeah, him, Jaco, they have the same thing. You know, what I want to say about Jaco because like working for Jaco when I was doing in combat with Jaco, the good this guy is is like he pulls you. He's a, like a leader. You want to be around him. This guy makes you invisible. That's how I feel. When I was going with Jaco outside outside the wire. There was like nothing can happen to me. This, this guy, like yeah. Some, some of our guys that make some you feel like, guys that. like that. Some of the guys like that, yes. But I also men have mentioned Tage uh, makes you feel like that. Tage makes you feel like that, yes. You, you know, this is uh, a Morgan. Stole it from y'all. <laughs> my brother, exactly. My brother will definitely yeah. make you feel like that. Yeah. But, but there's a guy I would like to uh, bring it up who is my personal hero. As a seal, he was impeccable. This guy record is awesome. I'm talking about Ryan Parrot. A birdman. Birdman. Yeah. Excellent skill. Excellent skills. Awesome guy. And my hero. That's something where that, um, what people, a funny story here. He was blown out in 2005 in Habania. Yeah. That the explosion threw him out in the air. He flew like the cannon man, cannonball man from these movies sometimes. You see it. That's why I call him Birdman. They call him Birdman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not because of his last name. Yeah. Because the son of a bitch got blown. Yeah, he was flying like a Birdman and, uh, from, this, from the cannonball. And, the, the, you know, this is something that some people would bark, bark on it. Why do you call me a Birdman? No, for him, when I talk to Ryan, he's like, dude, this is my biggest accomplishment, like my biggest medal I could get, the recognition from other guys. And, the, and, and think about it. He was basically thrown out of the X. He lands somewhere up there. He could be safe. But what this guy does, he's all burned up, all pugged up. He gets up, he runs back to save lives. He runs back into X, where all this pandemonium is. He's actually saving lives. He saved the life. The guy was bleeding with torn femoral artery. He's working on it. He's, I think his skin is melting. I mean, they had to be burned up. And, and, and he's right back in the pandemonium, saving lives. So... So the, the funny thing is, like, I, I remember I talked to him, and it was legendary. It happened, I was in Baghdad at the time. He was in Habania. 
So when when it happens and uh, and we all knew about it. Sure, so yeah, like, absolutely. Dude, did you hear this the guy? You know, Birdman. They he was blown up. You know, this this thing. He was off the. Eggs. The guy just like crazy ran back into the eggs, into the pandemonium, and saves lives and so. So do you hear about it? He's like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was like, you know, sometimes you tell you the story becomes so uh, so 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 known legendary but legendary yeah. oh yeah like ryan's but you don't connect with the face, face. until you talk to the person to the face because this is the most humble guy yeah humble seal i think i ever met so the, what I, I want to talk about it because he just was able to organize the the the, the research project for tbi ptsd so there was seven days, seven continents. It was not just the stunt to go run around. Actually, he was able to assemble the medical team, the athletes, uh, the world-class athletes. And every continent we went, there was a marathon, there was swim, there was uh, skydiving, parachutes. And these people were being researched under stress, being tired. And the, the, the data was collected. And, uh, and there, was, there was seven X project. You can find it at 7x.com, uh, 7xproject.com. And uh, so now the data has been processed and hopefully it will, be, it will be become useful and become, uh, it will help us to battle these, uh, these things like TBI and PTSD. But uh, also he's, uh, so for me, he, he's my hero. That's, he also is, a, uh, if, you, if you want to look him up, and I encourage people to do it, the, 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 the 7X project, this is one, but one is a beardseyeview.com, that's his site, and another one is American Extreme. The, so this guy, if he does something, is on the grand scale usually, and, and this is not, is just something that benefits veterans, but also first, uh, our first responders. So the, 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 uh, the American Extreme is an organization that is uh, helping charities to fund charities he's uh, he came up with this idea and, and he's so successful i something like this i would like to emulate him and i'm proud to say that navy seals fund is part of this project part of his project that we work together uh, the, the guy is my hero not only on the battlefield but off the battlefield accent and also he was an excellent seal which we basically lost the injuries uh, very soon, too soon, he we, we, he had to leave, retired medically from the Navy after these injuries sustained. But nothing stopped him. It didn't stop him. He still goes strong. Ryan, my respect, brother. Thank you for your friendship. <laughs> He's a great guy. How about that, man? Yeah. yeah. How about our guys? Yeah. Like, I try to tell them all the time. When they judge, yeah. when they look at me and what I've been through, I was like, you understand. I just one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, an average one. An area. So, so if you look at me and what I went through, and making, I'm just an example of what these dudes can take. Because mm -hmm. some of our guys are stories. When we were in war, what happened to us? And you just watch them go through it, and you just be like, you, you are a good example of what human people, whole human body can take. Like if you hear any, some guy's got a trident on his chest, I don't care what he looks like now, what he's doing now, there's something inside of that sucker that you can't even imagine. Yeah. Yep. So always remember that. When we get older, it's, it's not the age, man. It's the mileage we put on these suckers, man. Yeah. You know, yep. breaks us down eventually. Yeah. But whatever is inside that is driving it was the the most epic experience of my life just to be around it. Just to run with Same that crew. Wasn't it? Yes. There would be no Drago if not you, Morgan, <laughs> other people. That's what I'm saying. It's like we fed each other. It's like, yeah. man, he, he tried to get away from that, what he was, and we wouldn't let him. 
we would we would not let him. Every time we saw him, I'd remind him of what he was, what he was supposed to be. And then he, they would do that. However, that cycle works. It's not one guy feeding himself, man. We feed the guy, and yes. then they can't get away yes. from it. We won't let them. Well, and now what's awesome is that y'all are all working on healing each other. How about that? Yes. Now that you know how close yes. we are. Not only did you <laughs> feed that fire when you needed it, when you were working, but now that y'all are all home and so let me mention this here too. Your charity, uh, Lone Survivor, and its uh, foundation. I don't know if many people know, but you do so much. And I know for a fact from maybe sometimes I had, we, we just don't want to advertise. We just, we need to help. We want to help. So many people, you guys help. And I'm, yeah. I'm a witness. I'm, I'm know for a fact from behind the scenes yeah. that how, that you are helping, how you are helping. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. And you are guys, that is something that you, you, a lot of people don't know because just sometimes you don't want people to know that you are helping. Uh, you, you are you are it is known but yeah. also i know that behind the scenes you do more than people know you know where that we comes do that from? through team never quit yeah, yeah. we team do never a quit. lot of is it our guys don't like scenes. for people to know that they're being helped so we create organizations yeah. that don't advertise that we help yeah yes and you're doing you, you know because if you correlate yes. those two together they, a yeah. lot of them guys won't go in so our communities had to develop programs that man we don't advertise it because our guys won't yeah. go Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, within the seals. How about that for a detriment? Yep. I mean, not counterintuitive to everything we're trying to do, but you can't do what everyone else does because our guys aren't receptive to that. And like you said earlier, the biggest challenge we have as a charity is to bring people in, ask yeah, for help. In. They don't want to ask for help. <laughs> How about that? Too late. To put those three together yeah. to make that work. Yeah, they call. Hey, I'm about to lose my house tomorrow. Can Can you help? I'm run out of other options. Yes, we can. We do it. Yeah. But Richard wants to say tomorrow. They're like, I don't know, yeah. about an hour. Like, yeah, well, there. and that's sort of like when we do kind of an intake. Also. So for the Navy SEALs Fund, we don't have like forms we don't have the check the box because we want to use you for media for we have the forms that we need but we are not uh asking for uh, we do it quietly we don't advertise we don't bring people in we don't we don't say hey we want we want you to go sign this so that we can advertise your name we don't do it there's many people uh we we, we did help and they nobody ever heard about it and we brought it but I, I can say about one case we got a call from honduras from one of the islands where the guy was basically dying he was trying to actually commit suicide because it was no help he was about to kick out from the hospital we were navy seals found within hours was able to get the uh, medevac flight from that island bring him back to within 24 hours to va hospital this guy is safe and he's uh, I think he's doing okay now but that's that's how quick we can act 15 minutes and we don't but uh, we don't advertise it too just like your organizations we keep it quiet we keep it secret people don't know uh, many many of our uh, issues and sometimes people ask for it hey I would like my case to be known yeah. can you so we do that but otherwise we never mention we never ask for it well, we appreciate everything y'all do behind the scenes and just everything. Um, and we're really excited about the book coming out. Can you tell us when it's coming out? It's coming on June 13. But there's a, f a funny reason that I wrote this book. Um, uh, first, it is not so much about SEAL teams. There are maybe three chapters about SEAL teams. Mostly is about uh, my life uh, in communist, socialist Poland and in America. The reason I wrote because my story is kind of known around the teams, but uh, no, it's uh, not around kind people. of known. It's uh, yeah. and, and, everyone but, knows who but, you are. But but every time I say that, the, the the reaction is, holy shit, that's mm -hmm. evil. Let's think, this is not book about evil. This book is how America is great. You can see the contrast. Mm -hmm. What there is, the idols they exist around the world, and 
America. Yeah. I, I would like the people's reaction to be, wow, we have a, such a great country. This is such awesome that what we have here. Uh, that's the reaction I would like to have. You now, there is there, it, it, it failed, it is gone. This thing is lingering around the world in some places, but this is something that I would like people to see it and appreciate what we have here yeah. in you America. Have such a unique perspective from not only growing up in a country like that, but also serving in America's best military so that's really awesome that's that american dream thing yeah this is american but it's interesting so the american dream i like to share this story because i always find it fascinating to his humility and when you talk about people from outside of the united states versus we talked about earlier how we have everything here so his dream he was i'm going to come to america and i know i've made it when i can take a u-haul and renovate it as my own place to live in it will be mine, only like, mine, on wheels. Nobody can take away tenement on wheels, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay, like, you speak in America, so that was all, my these, all these things that you could list. Of course, I never... And we have castles that. and everything else in between, yeah. man, but yeah. just, that ought to let you know, right? It's a U-Haul. Yeah, That's I never so realized funny. that I live in normal home. I have land. I have a home. Good Lord, and I have a, my do you have American a U-Haul? I'm going to buy you one. Have <laughs> <laughs> that thing out by somebody and send it over to him. You know what I'm talking about? so funny. So what's the name of your book? It's uh, the pledge to America, and I talk about it. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm better American today than I was yesterday, and I want to be better American tomorrow than I am today. Better American citizen. You know, if people say very often, "Drago, you are a seal." That's what accomplishment. I say this is not the biggest accomplishment. My biggest accomplishment is becoming a citizen. As that. that American flag I, 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 I wear and, and I represent. So this is my biggest accomplishment. I am seal only because I am American. Yeah. The, 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 the American flag, you see, like I don't wear trident very often in my pants. Well, I don't, don't wear trident in my pants. I wear American flag. People say, why, that, why is that? Because that American flag encompasses everything and it encompasses trident. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't want any distraction from my American flag. I'm American. There's no hyphen in front of yeah. this American. I love that. And um, people will be able to buy it on Amazon? Or? Yes, it's already on pre-sale. You can buy it on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, and some other uh, uh, outlets. But uh, it and is, the website Drago Giron oh, has the links and some other information. Yeah, because Drago Giron website is my author's website where I will start posting some of the images that never were published. And even I didn't know they exist. When my mom passed away in 2009, I was, I, I was able to gain some of the access to her archives and some of the pictures, her letters from the martial law, the, her, her memoirs from the martial law oh, wow. uh, as a mother of uh, you know, a son in prison. Uh, that's and they fear for my life. This are there, so I'm going to start publishing it. I'm working on it, so there's a the beginning of it is already there, dragogiran.com. But there's be more coming up as I yeah. progress with it. And you spell that D Z I E R A N. Yes, D R A G O D Z I E R A N dot com. Yes, that's. Oh, no one can understand what you just said. I'll say it again. I'm talking about like we need to probably do something about the Drago D Z I E R A N. Because the way this is spelled is not supposed to say. Gerard. <laughs> That's not what I would have had come out as my average Texan accent. Say, you know, yeah. like, okay, and so will people be able to buy, like, or will you sign books? 
I'm sure they will. I don't know. Like when I get some of them, I'm sure uh, people will ask about that. They they do. So I would like to be able to do it. I don't know how yet. I'm, I never wrote the book, and I just like I don't even know what to do with it now. But. So for us, we actually will buy loan survivors. Like we out of pocket, uh-huh. will buy them. And Marcus signs them. Uh-huh. And we on our website, teamneverquit.com, people can buy a, all the loan survivors that come out of teamneverquit.com are signed. So it's just an idea for we'll you. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you just you have to buy an inventory to keep, and then you just sign them all. And then when someone buys it from your website, it's already signed. I got yeah. a piece of advice a long time ago about it. I was like, I always sign every book. Don't stamp it. Don't do nothing. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. somebody's willing to give one, one of those and take the time to. You know, yeah. Because I'm old now, so I need to do, do it very quickly before uh, you know if something happens. <laughs> with my age, you never know. It's going to be the fun part of our lives, bro. We had to, yeah. to make the stories in the beginning. Now you get to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's how it works. Well, we're so honored that you came down from Ohio for this and took time from your family. So thank you so much. Marcus, for Melanie, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. And uh, Man, I, I, I know there's so we could like talk for I'd days. Come, come back down after the book comes out. <laughs> and kind of Let's do another one. But yeah. uh, that, that would be fun because there is so much more. You yes. know, like, start when I met Rachel yes. through the dating site. That people will just. But people will laugh. They'll be rolling <laughs> laughing at it because there's so much more. But before that, even, if possible, I really would like to bring Ryan. If you could invite Ryan Parra. I was going to yes. say, why don't we get some of the guys in here and we'll all just kind of sit around. Yeah. We yeah. should do a fireside chat with Yeah, Tage Gill, Ryan Parrot, And the, 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 we have so many guys. We crew together. We can rally them all. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now everybody's sober anyway, so yeah. you don't have to worry about people. And you know, if there's them. so many people coming in, I would dri- I drive here if I have to, you know. And just uh, and uh, but let's do that. That yeah. would be so fantastic. Let these guys be known because some of these guys just they work in the background. They do so much good things. Yeah. And and I really would like to bring these guys. Those are my brothers. Those are guys who made the Drago. So they, I, I yeah, owe it to them. Know. They don't work in the background. They are the background. Yeah. Like, man, they kind of create stuff. Yeah. That's the best part. That would be a great yeah. Running into our guys who've done that. Great way to, t- to appreciate what yeah. they do and stuff. And I appreciate that invitation here. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's an honor to yes. be here. Thank yeah. you. Melanie Marcus. All right. Thank you. Good job, brother. Wow. I am scared. Was this as hard as you thought? <laughs> no, no, no. Once I start rolling, I can oh, yeah, start man. rolling. But I have to because I wouldn't be look. I couldn't be looking in the mirror. So, so with uh, with, with the guys that I mentioned, there's uh, there's another guy I need to bring up here, front and center, Eddie Gallagher. He's another hero of mine. He survived the the the, the, the most intense, I think, interrogations and and, and atrocities. Uh, the shout by NCIS on the on the on the same scale. I experienced in communist socialist Poland. So, um, Eddie, if you're there, my respect to you. You are my hero. You survive. You, 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 you are the you are the man. You beat the the the, the whole communist type of uh, 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 treatment, and you survive intact. Rather, my respect, Eddie Gallagher, and I always supported you, and I always will support you. I got to see him the other day. He's doing good. He's doing yes. yeah. I ran to him face to face. Ah, so nice. Yep. That's good he's to doing hear. Good. Him yeah. and family, real good. Yeah, he's and his family, like his wife. Good God, I mean, that's. That, I need, I, oh, I need to mention that. How about that? As, lady? Uh, you know, as long as we so we, we talk, we talk about as soon as you get the, Eddie was like that at the time. You mentioned Eddie. You can see that her eyes get still. 
he got eyes get get like I don't want to piss off that woman. I just be <laughs> better be not be, 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 be yeah. my she's a ride or die. She, that's, yeah. she's all business. That yeah. lady, yeah. she's she's yeah. A, yeah. one of them. Iron lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. We stay. In that's touch. the only reason he made it through that. That's that's true. I mean, that's I, true. I never had to go through anything like that, man. But a woman is, is what gets you through something I've, like that. I, I've seen such treatment. And that what was the shout to Eddie was straight out of the, uh, the 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 communist playbook. Matter of fact, let me tell this very quick. There is a uh, on CIA website, the government CIA website. There is a research page. There are research papers. One of them is the the how the secret police is treating political dissidents in Soviet Union. You need to read that. You can download it. What 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 is described in that is what what the shout to Eddie Eddie Gallagher. We say Eddie Gallagher. I say Chief Gallagher out of the respect. He he is not just Eddie. He's Chief Gallagher. Uh, so my respect, brother. For sure, yeah. And Andrea is a tough woman. We actually stay in touch weekly almost. So I look up to her so much. She's so strong. Well, yes. And that's where I'll just add, yes. too, that um, when everything was going on and we talked to Andrea and we're learning more about it, and as Thomas was talking about, like, what they're putting through Eddie is what... I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I was waking up at night and say, what the... I, I couldn't sleep. I, I was. It was so. It, it was the, all the flashback that I was getting. What was what the treatment of Eddie was just like there would be in communist country. That yeah. was atrocious. I was waking up at night, and Rachel can say, "I say I, I just can't take it, and uh, we need to do something." Yeah. So that's where um, the Navy Seals Fund. Dot org. We stepped up, but we worked with Andrea closely. And really, when it she... It was honor for us to work with the Absolute with honor and um, just a, a blessing to be able to be in their lives um, just on both sides. But once, once she did the first interview to share the story, because what always frustrates me sometimes, too, with it is people forget that they, like the SWAT team, showed up at their house... Mm-hmm. Pulled their full son kit, out. Pulled yeah. their kids out. And they On they the had Eddie. The they had Eddie in solitary confinement. They knew where he was. He was not a threat. They knew Andrea was not in the house. Yeah. And they watched and they did that. They waited until Andrea leave. They did that and on they purpose. they pulled the kids in the gun, gunpoint. And remember, this, these guys, these CIA guys, they were just masquerading. They, 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 they were the costumes of the SWAT teams. These guys have no technical abilities to do things like this. My concern is that one of these guns will trip and pull the trigger and kill the kid, shoot him in the head, because they don't have the training that you need to have. They are not SWAT teams. They are just goons masquerading, dress up in the costumes. That was so, what infuriated me so bad. To me, I could care less about the case. Who itself. signed off on that? We it know was who that is. We got a name on that. The we, I think we can get we can it. That, right? we, we to find There's out. one guy. There was one guy because, like in Poland, just like in Poland, people say there's nothing you can do about it. When Sheesh. socialism failed, yeah, when time is. changes, eventually we can get to this guy like this and prosecute people like this. But let me tell you this: and CIS, not all of these people are evil. They are people who I respect. There are people who do good job, and they are needed. The only thing uh, what is not needed is is that terror. Inflicted the terror out straight out of the Joseph Stalin books, inflicted on this family. That was uh, that's atrocity, and hopefully we can get to the bottom of it one day mm. and prosecute the person responsible for this. Well, for terror. Coming, we're coming into power. Yes, that, that's what's happening. Ultimately, right. outside. yeah, let's Our hope we can. Re- coming into and power. we need to revisit this case because kids should not be traumatized. Like it's this. all recorded. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything's been videoed for us. Anything and everything that's gone down, we got proof and all of it. It's just waiting for us when we get there. 
Yes. They're, they're doing it for us. Absolutely. Yeah, no matter what happened, they should have never pulled the kids out. At the gunpoint. At gunpoint. Yeah. It yeah. was to terrorize them. It, I mean, that they're traumatized forever for that. Yes. Yeah, and that I think that part of how they found out, because they pulled them out of the house in the street, so one of the neighbors across the street who was friends with their daughter, the daughter happened to not be there, was calling the, the daughter, yeah. their sister, Mm-hmm. And saying, here's what's going on. Yeah. And then they, they went into prison and told Eddie, hey, we just visited your family and terrorized it. And basically were bragging about it to, 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 to break this man down. Eddie is a seal. Eddie is like us. You can't break this guy. And, and, and uh, they were, this is why they were not successful. They picked the wrong guy to terrorize and picked the wrong family to terrorize. Andrea, Andrea yeah. is, 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 is the woman that was not intimidated and stood up. Oh, she brought all them down. Hell she had no fury like a woman's going. Yes. That, one, that yes. one right there turned that whole thing around. Yep. My respect. They had full force until they ran into her. Yes. Right. Well, and they we talked about a lot of the, um, the guys in families giving back, and that's the beauty of what they're doing, too, is taking what they've learned and paying it forward and helping other members. Oh, yeah, we learn. Pipe Heater Foundation. Yeah. And yeah, we learn. Especially our spouses, seal spouses, man. Like if you come out and attack us, we get we, that's, we, we get paid to do, or we, that's our job. Yeah. And then y'all learn about it. You can't hit them again like that. You think we yeah. are evil? Oh Just man, go get after we, our kids. You see our wives. Don't mess with wow. the babies. Don't yeah. Mess, don't mess with the mamas and the babies. Been out of shape, man. Yeah. Them suckers yeah. will come on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't mess with the kids. I mean, the kids are off limit. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Some they they probably even like it when they mess with me and you. But if you pick with, because we, you know, we talk back and stuff like that. But if you piss some kids or get after them kids, mama bear come at you like nothing. And I would like to mention one more thing. The last thing is that, because people call always, it is still calling me, asking about the arts. What's the arts means? When we in Baghdad, it was always arts. What the arts? Arts is everything. Arts is that something in Poland I used to say when I was lifting weights. It was arts. So that's, uh, that's kind of like spread out around the Baghdad. And whoever was coming to Camposi was always saying, hey, how are you doing? Arts. <laughs> I go, this is fucked up. Arts. Yeah, so let me tell so you how everything. bad that scarred some of us. Because when we would work out in the gym, when guys would, it started saying that. Arts. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> Every time we lift, instead of breathing, I make that noise. I think yeah. I've heard that before. Well, I kid, man. Like all yeah. the guys when we were in there, you'd hear that. Like, yeah. where did that even come from? That's, that's from funny. prison when I was working out. And- Prison rules out there. What's oh up? my god! <laughs> so this is what it is. Yeah. And thank you to all American people for my freedom. I would like to use that opportunity to say thank you to America. I'm free man. I'm free man because for the fathers, the ideals that our forefathers were fighting for, and the fight was carrying uh, and, and, and is being upholded by Americans to this day. I want to say thank you to all of our citizens for to Americans for my freedom. Absolutely. Amen. They're great, aren't they? Yeah. Our citizens, man, they're great. All right, good job, bro. Thank you. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.